the I think the ability to just kind of be completely open and honest about what you're feeling, tailoring the tailoring whatever you're doing to a specific person is is one of the strengths of, strengths of me having worked with you because every week we'd sit down and and we'd discuss things and it would be a very personal discussion that went went into things that you know were driving certain discussion decisions and all these sorts of things and it was a hugely holistic experience it wasn't just about fixing my back which is what which is what I thought it was originally going to be and what I would say is is that you it, like my sister told me investing in your health is not is not a choice really it's something that everybody should do more of and for me investing in somebody who's only there to help and you know it doesn't have to be a one way it's this isn't a one way street it's not as if i sat there listening to you talking to me the whole time it was very much a collaborative experience and you are working working with somebody to the highest degree to get yourself better what's up my friend and welcome back to another episode of the legendary life podcast I'm your host, celebrity trainer and high-performance health coach, Ted Rice. This is a podcast for men and women who are looking to boost their energy and upgrade their health. So get ready to learn proven health, fitness, and mindset strategies to unlock your full potential. And I gotta tell you, I am super excited for today's episode. You're gonna be hearing from one of my one-on-one coaching clients, and her situation is a bit different than some of the other success stories that you've heard. She was suffering from major injuries. I mean, the type of injury that affects your ability to walk. It affects your ability to do things at work, to, to go out and live your life. And she works as a business consultant in Singapore. And perhaps you remember me mentioning that on on a prior podcast. Well, now you get to hear from her, her story of working with me. And this is especially, this is a really important episode. If you're struggling right now with an injury and or multiple injuries, and you've been seeing doctors and they've been prescribing you pills. You've been going to physical therapists and they've been doing some rehab exercises with you. You've been going to chiropractors, but they've just kind of cracked you here and there and you haven't gotten your issue successfully resolved or at least to the point where you can start going back and enjoying the type of lifestyle that you were before that injury, you want to listen to this episode. Her story is so powerful and it brings up a lot of the things that you may have in your mind about how to find a solution to what you're dealing with. And I know many people, they go online, they try to Google, they they consult Dr. Google, right? And so if you're in that state right now where you're either seeing professionals or you're, you're looking for the solution online and three ways to fix your shoulder, YouTube videos, you're gonna learn a lot from this episode. In fact, you may just want to book a call with me afterward. And if that's the case, you can do that by going to legendarylifepodcast.com slash talk and booking a breakthrough call there. And we can discuss what you're dealing with and if what I do is a good fit for your unique situation. Enough talk. Let's get into this episode with my client, Nish. 
Hey, Nish, thanks so much for hopping on the call today and, and sharing your story. Hi, no problem. <laughs> um, I'm really excited to have you. You're one of the clients who you have a little bit of a different story than a lot of my other clients. You came to me with a really bad back situation. Before we do that, could you just introduce yourself and talk a little bit about who you are, what you do, and, and maybe even where you live, if you don't mind yeah. saying that, because it's kind of cool. <laughs> well, so my name's Nish. Um, I'm 33 years young, and I'm from London. So I was born and bred in London, um, but a year and a half ago, I moved to Singapore. Um, so I work here as a business consultant, so it's a desk job um, in financial services. So I work in pretty much in, in a bank, uh, but I consult for a bank. So, yeah, I came over a year and a half ago to help start and expand our consulting business uh, in Singapore, in the Asia region. Very cool. And I've been wanting to go there forever. And maybe maybe it will happen because I'm, I'm going to be in Asia for the next few months. But you're here today to talk about working together with me. And you came, we, we actually met through your sister, who I really, I, I know from online, and I, I really like her a lot uh, from, from what I do know. And we talked because you were in a bad situation. Can you talk a little bit about what that situation was? Yeah, absolutely. So in about June of this year, so I guess let me start from when I, st when I came to Singapore. So I came to Singapore and as you do when you move countries, you kind of want to start a new life and you want to kind of do exciting things. So the biggest thing that I wanted to try, because I had an ongoing back problem, I actually took up yoga. So I started with yoga and me being a fairly competitive person, I decided that I wasn't just going to do yoga. I was going to be awesome at yoga. And I set myself a target where I wanted to touch my toes or my torso to my knees within about three months, three to six months was my target. So I was doing this, carrying on. Um, and I've always had like niggling back pain. Um, I always thought it was from a spinning injury many years ago and postural issues, you know, general bad back issues it didn't stop me from running the marathon the london marathon about three years ago but i did that with therapy with like a, a, a chiropractor who was helping me i wanted to kind of get into something that was going to be good for fitness and then good for agility and also manage my back so yoga felt like the best thing to do but i wasn't sort of just patient with it i had to sort of be quite good at it so because obviously over the years i've been quite good with managing pain in that particular region in January of last year, when it sort of flared up again, I just kind of carried on thinking that the yoga would probably fix it. And of course it did, and it got worse and worse. And about June of last year, after sort of eight months, I think, of doing this yoga, I decided to go to a physiotherapist because I wanted him to fix this pain, this just constant pain in my lower back. And he, I told him all of my issues, I told him everything, and he had me doing what they call loaded squats. Um, which is a weight and you just basically take a weight and you do a squat and um, basically I did a couple of them and I was I remember being at home and as soon as I did one like maybe the third I had a massively shooting pain down my right leg and I'd never had that before and that kind of freaked me out a little bit and over the next sort of two weeks of that I got it got worse and worse and I did all sorts of things so being in Singapore you've got access to all these different alternative therapies so at this point I had my chiropractor who was in London who couldn't help me. This physiotherapist I'd lost interest in because he, he made it worse. I then went to a chi traditional Chinese therapy doctor 
basically decided that my my pelvis was tilted and my and my spine was out of line. So he did a bit of clicking or something, and then my foot went numb. So then after that, I went to a uh, Ayurvedic doctor, an Indian ancient medicine doctor, and they told me that I shouldn't eat anything after three p.m. and I should my you know my womb was too cold. So. All of this scratched it all. Your womb was too cold. Yeah, Is that what you said? Was, it was the most. They just listed out all the. And that's why your back was hurting. Exactly. So ah. like, that's what it is. You don't realize it's because your womb, my womb is cold. That's exactly what the problem is. So I was like, right, I'm not really sure about all this. Um. So it was during, you know, so my, it was during all of this, like I, I t- within all of this time, I did a bit of traveling. Um. I went to Sri Lanka for a wedding, which is where my family's from. And I came back to London and my sister, who's a doctor, who's the one who you mentioned, she obviously she's known about my back issues the whole time. And she, you know, gave me a few bits and pieces, a few, a few things to try. And um, when I came back to sleep, I thought I told her like the biggest thing for me was um, my worry that maybe this gets better within the next two weeks of me going back to Singapore. But I couldn't guarantee that I myself wouldn't ruin it by just going back to yoga or doing another run and just it, it going back to square one again. Um, at the time when I was in London, I was limping, so I couldn't walk properly. Um, and I spent about three excruciating weeks in Singapore limping. And I was just in so much, you know, I remember calling my sister crying because my foot went numb and I was like, I don't know what this means. Like, am I, I'm having a hemorrhage. Like, what's happening? You know? And she was like, don't worry about it. She was sort of reassured me from a you know medical perspective. It was all fine. But, I was freaking out basically. I didn't know what what was happening to, to me, and I, I ran out of options in terms of things to do. And then she basically just tagged me in a video of yours where you'd where you were talking about having having had a herniated disc maybe a month prior, and how you managed it. I think you were saying, you know, I think well, these are the first things that I did, and, and it was mainly about getting your mindset right and all this. And and then you were talking about maybe that you were going to post some videos about exercises that, you, that I could do. So at this point, I was back in Singapore, kind of back on my own because I did have my family around to support me. My parents are both doctors as well, so they they tried to do a little bit of help whilst I was back in London over that period. Um, but now I was like, right, well, I don't really know how to progress from here because – all I can really do is continue to walk but limp and just get really frustrated with myself and it was getting better and it was getting worse and and I was just like I can't sit around just um, waiting for this to get better so I wanted I needed exercises and then that's when she tagged me in your video and from there I kind of it was like a I need to talk to this guy about how he's how he's managed because I think you'd said within a month in that video you you were you were getting better and I just wanted to know what you were doing so that's when we hopped on a call and and yeah, here we are, sort of six months later, and um, you know, work through work through some of my biggest issues, and uh, yeah, that's why I'm completely converted to <laughs> to online physical therapy. Bizarre yeah, thing. yeah, we can talk about that because I remember you at first didn't even want to share with other people that you were you you were working with someone online, and I think a lot of people have that issue as well. It just doesn't make sense when you can see someone in person, but you had already seen some people in person and it didn't work out well for you. So just a quick question. So we hopped on the call. I remember that call and you were desperate. I, I felt it. And I 
wasn't sure if you actually believed I was going to be able to help you or not, but you were so desperate that to feel better, to get pain, to get rid of this pain and, and to try something um, that you took a shot. Did you think I was going to be able to help or was it just hope or and please be honest with your with, with your answer? Yeah, I think so. I did. Obviously, I did sit there thinking, what on earth? This guy is sort of, you know, he's just watching me on this video and, you know, he can't possibly like, I think a couple of the exercises had me turned away from you on the screen. And I was like, how can we possibly even see what I'm doing? You know, all these sorts of things. So, and you know, where, where my flat is, you're sat a bit further away and you're like, okay, I can't really see your legs and all this sort of stuff. So I was like, well, let's just have a go, whatever. And then I thought about it overnight. I remember I said to you, can I have a think about this? And I said, and you're, you know, completely, you're fine with that. And, um, I think, and then we agreed to meet to talk the next day. And I think over the course of that sort of 24 hour period, I was like, you know what? I let's just give it a shot. Like it can't be anything. It can't make anything worse. I've pretty much hit rock bottom here. I'm limping around I, and I need exercises to help me. And I need someone. And, you know, I remember saying to you, I'm just sort of sick of my friend. I'm sick of boring my friends with all of this. <laughs> like I'm sick of talking about it to people who are just like, who were just like, yeah, never mind, just try this, try that. I was sick of talking to people who didn't really know how much pain I was in. So I think part of the first conversation was that you, I relate, or you related so much to what I was going through, and um, because it just happened to you like a month, month ago, and I was like, right, well, really speaking, I have nothing to lose, and at this point, I would rather, like, you know, take a shot on somebody who, who's managed to heal themselves. And who can maybe advise me? And you know what? If it doesn't work, then I can say, look, you know, that was great, but I'm going to have to try something else. And that's kind of the attitude I took, really. I was like, and I did speak to my sister. I was like, you know, what do you think? And she was like, well, it, she was like, give it a shot. Like investing in your back and investing in your health is never, ever a bad option. It's not like I'm going and getting, you know, my teeth redone or anything like that. It's, this is. This was now serious to the point where obviously psychologically not being able to move and not having to think about how long it might take you to do a walk is, is very um, is taxing. So I was just like, forget it. Let's do it, whatever. See what happens. And then I think about a week after we started working together, I literally, you know, every day I was texting you, messaging you saying, look, today my pain level is this and not just that you were actually actively asking me because I told you I can see the train station from my house and I was I, that walk that takes me four minutes was taken up to 10 minutes because I had to keep stopping and it was just a, a horribly excruciating time and then by the end of that week I was walking okay maybe it took me about six minutes so I was walking slowly but I was walking without without cramping um all the way to the station and I was just like right sold <laughs> <laughs> what do we do next you know like it was just yeah it's brilliant yeah yeah and uh you know you have every right to be skeptical today and especially with some person that you meet online and who claims to have helped you or and claims to have had a back issue and gotten over it and you have every right to be skeptical about that as does everybody listening and I got to thank your sister because I, I didn't hear that part of the story, but she, something about her and our interaction, I guess she trusted enough yeah. to entrust or, or to say to you, her sister, hey, give it a try. Yeah. Because that, 
that that really means a lot. So I have to I have to reach out to her yeah. and and uh, just say you know just thanks for believing in me um, because uh, you know it's hard to conv- you know you can't convince anyone and people are so wary and as they should be right. So let's get back to your story for a bit. So within a week you were doing better. Um, can you talk a little bit? And, and we've had, just so people know, there were some ups and downs. It wasn't, yeah. that wasn't the end of the story. And then everything was good and you lived happily ever after. Yeah, right. There were some ups and downs. Can you talk about how um, you got better? And then we'll talk a little bit about the obstacles yeah. that came up. So I guess within about, I mean, uh, to be honest, I think the first week was even difficult so you know I think the first couple of days I was like okay okay this is what this is not working or you know not that it's not working but it's it's not instant or whatever it is and obviously a lot of the things that you're telling me to do so it was like doing these things like multiple times a day and you have to really kind of get into the mindset of right like make yourself better and I remember I can't remember whether I was off or it was a weekend or something like that, but I'd, I'd had the second or third day I had to go to work and you'd said like, you've got to do all these things multiple times a day, like every 10 minutes. And I was like, well, how am I going to do that? I'm going to need to work. And then I mentioned to you that, that day, you know, I hadn't done my exercises or whatever that day. And you were like, right, well, you kind of need to make a choice here. Um, either you get your back better and that's your priority or you, your work is your priority or your meetings are your priority. So, you know, I'm not telling you, I remember really clearly, like I'm, I'm not telling you what you should be doing, <laughs> but that, you know, I do think that your back should be your priority. So from that moment, and I, you know, every time you, you set, and I don't always, because you don't always see the other side of this, of, of my conversations to you, but I, I, you know, I, when I message you, I'm not always happy with the response that I get. I'm not, you know, you're not always particularly encouraged, not particularly, you don't, <laughs> you don't yell at me, but like, you know, you, you, you'll come back with something stern and I'm like, what the hell, man? Like, <laughs> you know, like what, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's all, but it is always um, productive in the sense that you take, I take a minute, I have a thought process around it. And it was true. I had to kind of get myself into the mindset where I was like, you know what, you either do this properly and you get your back straight so you can walk again or you just manage this yourself and like don't even ask anyone for help. And I had to just get that sorted in my head. And I, so after about, so I think it was a week, I remember for some reason in my head that week was excellent because, you know, I was walking to the station. And then the week after that, I was, Kind of like this is the week after you made the commitment made in your mind to yeah. just let let's do this yeah, all the way, a hundred percent. Took about a week to get my to get myself sort like make sure that no, I was stepping out of meetings. I said no, I've got to go and do my exercise. I used to, I was like hiding in meeting rooms, like um, going up to the client suite in this bank that I was working in that I wasn't even fully employed in. I was in a consulting position, so some people didn't even know who I was, and I. I'd be on the floor in a meeting room when they came in and I'd be like, Oh, okay. Uh, sorry. I'm just going to pop out now because I've done this exercise. And, um, yeah, it was, it's just a mindset shift, just making sure that I'm not, I'm taking care of myself. And then, and then I just asked, kept asking you for more and more, uh, different exercises. And then it took about, I'd say about six weeks, right. Before, we actually started introducing things like bands and different types of exercises, which were more 
actual exercises as opposed to just rehabilitation exercises. And um, I was get I was get, I felt myself getting stronger. Yeah, so that was so it took about six weeks. I think we, I think I gave myself about a month or six weeks to say, look, let's just try and just do the exercises, do them properly. Wake up in the morning, get your routine straight, and organize yourself so you're set up to make sure that you're doing all this stuff and then it took about six weeks before I actually started getting some resistance in there and doing some proper exercises but yeah that was the first couple of months and and one thing I want to also ask is we had a conversation and I'm not sure if you remember it or not but you had been going to doctor you've been all over the place seeing all these different people and uh, you're talking to your parents, your sister, and I said something to you that made a huge difference. Do you remember what that was? It's okay. <laughs> so you were really worried at the beginning, like you had done something horribly wrong to yourself. Yeah. You were injured in a horrible way and you were worried that this would be like your life from now on. You're going to just be an injured person and that would be like a big part of your life and your story and your interaction with people. And I told you, Hey, you're not that bad. Do you remember that? Oh, flipping out. Like I think, yeah. So that, um, that was actually the first day. The first, was that the first day? That was the first time we spoke. And, um, I think that could have been possibly the one thing, the first, full sentence that you said like where I told you what was wrong and you know like I was like oh you know like I, I get up and I can't do this and I can't move and my leg hurts and I'm limping and my foot's numb and all this sort of stuff I can't sit straight and the first thing you're like you know what actually like I sound like I was worse than you are so you're not actually that bad. oh if you're walking you are way better than me <laughs> I wasn't walking right and um I remember going really because like for me, you know, like back pain, and obviously over the last few months, a Google is your best mate when you've got an issue. And sure. I was Googling everything and I was like, you know, watch, listening, reading all these stories online about how people have got herniated discs and they, and I, I actually still haven't really officially been diagnosed with the herniated disc, by the way. It's just through, it's through um, just symptomatic that we've been able to work out that that's probably what it is. And I'm glad of that because I actually did like an MRI scan. I'm pretty sure that I did an MRI scan about a year ago or maybe two years ago. And that's where everything started getting worse. As soon as you have a picture of your... Hey, Nish, um, we had a little technical uh, difficulty there. But you were just saying as soon as you got that MRI that things started getting worse. Can you explain what, what you meant by that? Yeah. So I got an MRI scan after my, after I did my marathon just to sort of see whether anything, well, no, just because I I just never had one before. And, um, it showed that I had sort of back degeneration and it showed some issues in my lower back and things. And I genuinely believe that if I hadn't done that, I would have just managed a little bit, a little, I feel like that made things a little bit worse where suddenly that back pain, was much more acute or, or, or things started kind of going a bit down more downhill after I'd actually seen it on a scan. So, um, but yeah, so I effectively, when it all happened where I couldn't, where, you know, things were going numb and they were shooting pain down my leg and cramping. I do remember thinking like, this is the thing, like this is that thing where 
I might end up having surgery or something like that. And I just did not want to have any sort of surgery because I'd read all these things online about people being worse after surgery and having years of rehab or constant pain and, you know, it, you know, in pain when it's cold and stupid things like that where, where, um, <laughs> where I was like, I can't live like that, you know? And I think I remember thinking like this, it just sounds like, and not just that, like being sort of the age that I am 33, I was like, I can't have that for however long I have left, which, you know, these days is potentially a long time touch wood. It, um, I couldn't, I just couldn't bear it. So I just remember thinking like, I remember telling my mum actually, I said, mum, if I'm like this for another month, just put me down. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's That's terrible. It's just horrible. Yeah. And she obviously was really, really upset. She was like, oh, this is all my fault because it's genetics and all this sort of thing. But you know, she, um, yeah, so, but, but that's really how I felt. And like, I mean, you've seen me really through, through my, um, my down periods as well. I can get a little bit overdramatic, but, <laughs> but that's how I felt. Honestly, I, I felt like, yeah, every morning I woke up and, you know, getting dressed was an issue going, I went to my 95 year old grandmother's house and I had to sit down and stretch my leg and I was just in so much pain. And she asked me whether I wanted her Zimmer frame. And I was her like, what? her Zimmer frame, you know, her, her like walking. Oh, you don't know what this oh, frame is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And no, I'm familiar with that, that it's word. A, yeah. um, you know, like a walking thing, you know, like with the four, yeah, like a walker, a walker like an right. old person walker, walker, right? That's yeah. what we call it back in the States. Yeah. We don't use the proper British term. Yeah, Zimmer so, yeah. is what we call it. So she asked me whether I could, I, I needed her walker. And I was like, <laughs> um, I was like, are you serious? This 95 year old woman who is asking me whether I need her disabled thing. And I was like, oh, geez, this is this has gone absolutely wrong. So um, I was really worried. And then I think. When you mentioned like, oh, you know what, actually, you're not that bad. And this, you saying that to me was after all of that. And you, yeah, you're saying it's not that bad. You don't sound that bad. Don't worry. We can get, well, I've, I've moved past this and you can as well. And I think for me, actually, the most relatable thing is the fact for me from you was the fact that I was watching you as a result of your own work, really. It was much, you know, you were, you were healing yourself and then, you know, you were sort of saying, and I remember a lot of the conversations that we had started off with, I'm feeling I've done quite well. I've done this. I'm, I'm doing these things. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, so if you're doing Muay Thai again, then I can probably do a walk next month at some point. Maybe I can, you know, like work towards that. And obviously it, it was just, a, that's probably what spurred me on. Cause I was watching you get better. And then also when you had your down days, when you had like, when you'd say like, actually, yeah, I kind of felt it a little bit. And that to me was also encouraging because I was like, okay, cool. So it's not just up and up and up. It's not just an upward trajectory. It's, it's something that you have to manage and manage on an ongoing basis. And, you know, I think you mentioned that, you know, you got bored with your exercises, but you knew you had to do them and I was feeling the same. And it was just, that's probably what's, what stuck with me the most is the fact that I did feel like we were sort of, going through it a little bit together where you were sort of a month ahead of me and I was like, okay, cool. So um, I can, I can get to that at some point. Maybe I can get to Muay Thai as well, but a few years down the line, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. And I think you're bringing up a really good point because some people, I reached out to someone when I was 
injured and I was injured really badly. I, I, if, uh, I, if I hadn't had the person who I consulted with initially, I don't know what I would have done because someone else tried to step in and help me and they tried to give me a, they tried to give me a plan and I didn't even, I mean, of course I'm in this field, but I looked at it. I'm like, this guy has no idea what he's talking about. And he's a physical therapist and, and he's a very evidence-based physical therapist. So looks at the research, makes, makes a plan based on that. And uh, that's important, I think. But the person who I consulted with, he's one of the best physical therapists in the world. And in my opinion, and he's also had this injury. So he has those both sides to it. Yeah. And I was really bad. You were bad. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, someone understands like, ah, this is the process. They learn about it from a book or in school. Once you've been through it, you have a different, in this experiential knowledge where you, you can connect with someone and it makes a difference. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. a lot of the stuff that you're telling me to do, I was like, this guy is on something i don't know what he's i remember asking like what is this doing like what 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 is that meant to be feeling like because it feels like i'm just sort of hovering my my knee up off the ground and it's just the most ridiculous thing but um you know you just like just stick with it just see how it goes and i'll check in a couple of days and see how you've gone and i was like actually i feel i'm actually feeling a little bit better um you know we'd make sure that my pain level was you know we had a measure for it and you know, all these things that I never thought were really that measurable or, you know, the way that I would track progress was not the same way that you were tracking, tracking how I was getting on. And small little wins were big wins for me were things that I shouldn't really even take note of. You know, the fact that I don't know, I was able to hold a, hold a strip, hold a, hold something for 30 seconds for 10 seconds. You were like, yay, you held it for 30 seconds. I was like, Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it was, and you know that that sort of thing where where you, you can't really do it unless you're physically physically doing that yourself. And having somebody to track all of that and be a bit like your champion is something that's um, that is something. I mean, I didn't really realize the power of all of this until experienced it. And now, where before, like you mentioned, I wasn't talking. I didn't tell anybody when I started working with you because I was like, I couldn't be bothered with the oh god you know what you what you're doing like on on video chat doing exercises why don't you just go to my osteopath or whatever it was i now i'm like this is all down <laughs> to, to my coach like you know he's sitting there and he's the one person who can who gets it you know when i've when i've just done a you know, I just we just talked about the fact that I did a three three hour hike up a mountain. I came back down, and the first person that I wanted to tell was was you because I was like, you don't get it. Like, this is mad. The fact that I've come down, I've not just been able to go up. I've been able to come down, which actually, you know, impact wise is quite difficult on my knees and on my back and everything. And you know, I was able to sort of not skip down the mountain, but you know, I was pretty much able to keep up with my with my cousin who's had no injuries and she doesn't have any back injuries. So, you know, it was all, it's all about, it's all about acceptance and management of what you have really. And that's sort of what you've, what you've taught me really. Very cool. And the thing that I kept asking you was what was your pain level? What were your symptoms? Because we have back pain that the pain um, that comes with the inflammation of the tissues, the irritation of the tissues, 
But then you also had symptoms, your numbness in the foot, the nerve symptoms down the leg. And we both, every time we talk, what are your symptoms? On a scale one to 10, what are your symptoms? On on, on a scale one to 10, what is your pain? So let's fast forward to today where you've, you've had these ups and downs. You went on some trips, you got worse, you got scared. We were able to bring you back from that. And that happened a couple times, but every single time you learned more from it, uh, you got better at managing your travel, managing everything that you needed to do to ensure that you wouldn't go backwards too much. Um, can you talk about how you are today compared, uh, just talk about the what you've gotten today. How much pain are you in? What are your symptoms? What are you looking forward to doing? What, what's the heaven that you're experiencing yeah. right now? So now, so I got really, really good um, in the last three months. Um, and then obviously went backwards. Like you said, I backslid a couple of times. Um, you know, call, when we've had our calls, I've been sitting there just like completely dejected. But now after, after a trip abroad, so that's again uh, what, we, what we identified was some of my triggers might be trips abroad because I do travel a bit. Being in this region, you're able to travel quite happily everywhere um and now today i'm feeling a pain level of i mean i wouldn't say zero well probably discomfort i think we started classing my pain as discomfort because at some point it stopped hurting and it was just a discomfort so but it's so you can say it as a one or a, a half one, or like a... a half yeah yeah i wouldn't say zero okay i'm not like a flipping superman uh, but you know, let's say one, but my, my, but one thing is, is that the, the symptom that I've had the most issue with, which is what you just mentioned, my foot, my foot number is still there. And, but you know, from crying about it when I first got it and, you know, experiencing six months ago, the point where I couldn't actually put any weight, I couldn't actually lift my foot up. Um, that's gone away, but it's still there. My numbness is there as a constant, like little reminder that there's, I'm not a hundred percent better. But, you know, me and you've talked about the fact that that's the last thing to um, get better. Um, I don't have, thank God, any sort of degenerative diseases, which mean that it won't go away. It's just a slow process. And, you know, I've completely accepted that. And I know that it's not necessarily affecting, it affects certain things. And, yeah, it, it kind of sucks that there's any numbness in my foot. But to this at this point, I'm literally I've like I've signed up for a um, 5k run, uh, which is happening in March, uh, which I was a bit worried about telling you about because I was like, oh god, <laughs> is he going to be like, okay, calm down? But I think it's it's far enough away that I can sort of po- hopefully work towards it. And then yeah, I want to, and also I'm going skiing in two weeks, which when I signed up for skiing was uh, last month. And I was, it was a bit of a stretch target and it's happening in two weeks. And I was really worried going to um, Australia and coming back and doing all the hiking and stuff because I just came off a very active holiday. I was worried that I'd go completely downhill, but now I'm looking forward to skiing in two weeks. And yeah, I think it will be something that I have to really take into account. And a lot of people who saw me during my back issues people from work some of my friends they're like are you mad like you're going skiing like in two weeks but I don't know like it feels like something I could maybe manage and if it does come to it that it's not great I know what my limits are I I hope that I can know my limits a little bit 
and yeah, like, and the other thing that I think the biggest thing was I came to you with a back injury and I genuinely said like, right, fine, give it a month. If my back's better then that's the only thing that you need to invest in this. But we talked over the month and the coming months after that, but, um, about nutrition and it was not something that I actually intended on working with you at all. I thought I'd sort of got my lifestyle in order and I was fine with sort of the things that I was, I'd already sort of made a bit of a change in my diet and things, but we talked a lot about inflammatory foods and um, how that causes inflammation in your body. And it's made me really think about what I put in and what it is that's causing outside of me and my postural things. What other things can you do to make this just reduce way down? So, um, I mean, I don't want to talk about an anti-inflammatory diet because that's a bit of a trending term at the moment, but I'm very, very conscious of, you know, making sure that, I don't know how to describe it, but it's not necessarily I try and eat everything that's anti-inflammatory, but I know that certain things might tip something over a scale. So, for example, when I was in Australia, I was making sure that I wasn't putting anything in that was going to put my symptoms back and... Um, I wasn't hugely conscious about what I was eating. It was Christmas and New Year, so celebration time. But no, it was something that I was was wanting to make sure I didn't slip back. And the same thing when I'm skiing, I want to make sure that I'm eating properly and not having like loads of fatty foods or like loads of red meat because I know they're really inflammatory. And I always I put in fish in my diet, more way more fish in my diet, collagen, and something that you swear by, which is absolutely gross but i'm grudgingly drinking that every day as well and it's just about sort of making sure that you that i put the right things in that are going to help me maintain what i've got so far so at this moment in time it's probably better than i felt in a long long time um actually possibly better than ever i don't want to say it because tomorrow i'm going to wake up and i'm going to be in pain again but yeah it's been like the last couple of weeks have been really really good so um now, next this year, I've decided that it's all, and I, t- I spoke to you about last year, uh, about strength. I want Last year was about sort of recovery, and this year is about strength. And um, I want to just strengthen my back and strengthen my other muscles and get to a place where I can comfortably do about a 10K run. I think that's probably, probably health-wise at this stage, something the only thing that I can really manage at the moment. But by the end of the year, if I'd have competed a 10K run, that would have been a successful year for me, I think. Yeah, great. And thanks for sharing all that. And, uh, you know, thanks for being honest and, and saying all the details because, yeah, you've uh, you've had some ups and downs, but you've also had you, you've you've also chosen to live a life where you're just going diving and doing your things and taking trips to India and dancing Bollywood style and, (laughs) you know, all the, and, and I think it's important. We all, but you felt like, you know what, I'm making enough progress that I feel comfortable with my choices and, and we're still kind of working together and we're still working through that. And it's just going to be exciting to see what you accomplish because you have a lot more potential in you. Let me, let me ask you this one final question. So for anyone who is, considering now there's certain people who aren't interested in ever working with me and that's that's completely fine but there are people who are maybe on the fence about whether they should hire me or, or really in any online coach well let's let's just say me because there are a lot of bad online yeah. coaches 
But uh, uh, what, what would you say to someone who's on the fence about hiring me and they're like, oh, but working with someone online or is he, does he really know what he's talking about? Or what would you say to someone who's considering working with me? Um, no pressure. Yeah. I'm just staring <laughs> just right at you. Um, no. Um, what would I say? I would say, you know what? You've got absolutely nothing to lose. Um, if you're at the point where you're considering a coach, you probably have tried quite a few things already. And, um, what I would say particularly about you is the, I think the ability to just kind of be completely open and honest about what you're feeling, tailoring the tailoring, whatever you're doing to a specific person is, is one of the strengths of strengths of, me having worked with you because every week we'd sit down and, and we'd discuss things and it would be a very personal discussion that went, went into things that, you know, were driving certain discussion decisions and all these sorts of things. And it was a hugely holistic experience. It wasn't just about fixing my back, which is what, which is what I thought it was originally going to be. And what I would say is, is that you, it, like my sister told me, investing in your health is not, is not a choice really. It's something that everybody should do more of. And for me, investing in somebody who's only there to help and, you know, it doesn't have to be a one way. It's, this isn't a one way street. It's not as if I sat there listening to you talking to me the whole time. It was very much a collaborative experience and you are working, working with somebody to the highest degree to get yourself better. And, um, I genuinely have been harping on about Ted Rice for the last like two months, like where in the first four months of we working with you, I'm like, no, don't tell anyone. They're going to just, they're going to think you're mad. And, you know, a couple of people I did tell that tell, they were like, Nish, just get a normal physical therapist, like just go. And I was like, no, I just, I just feel. Go back to that guy in Singapore. He'll help you out again. <laughs> you know, and it's just, and that guy came recommended and it was a very, it was a very high end physiotherapist that I went to and he'd fixed the back of my friend and she was like, Oh mate, like you've got to try it. He's great. And he screwed it up. And, um, you without having even met me without anything have fixed my back in, well, fix. We're, we're working on that term, right? It's not fixed, but have, um, have helped me manage my back in a way that I haven't been able to do myself since I started, which was probably about over 10 years ago. And then nobody's really been able to do at all. Um, and, and it's mainly through changing my mindset and my approach. And I'll always harp on about people who should come and work with you. Even if it's just, even if it's just like a chat about general health, like, you know, general approaches to stuff, it's always a good way to a good sounding board. And it's something that I've, I've I can't say any more about it's just such it's changed my life really wow nish thanks so much um yeah thanks for sharing your story thanks for sharing it honestly the the good the bad the ups the downs i think it's really important to hear a realistic perspective of like uh of of what someone goes through you know and um, i'm still working on my back too and and uh, the, the flights that I've taken flying all over the place has cost me in recovery as well. 
And, um, but I'm doing okay. I'm sitting right now. I'm fine. I'm going to go to Muay Thai and I've started doing jujitsu again. And, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it, it's a bit of a process, but if with the right plan, the right program, the right person guiding you through it and, and, and the right holistic approach to addressing the other things, you can make tremendous progress. So, so again, thank you so much for coming on and sharing today. It, w- it was a lot of fun doing this finally cool. so yeah. thank well, you I'm so, honestly it's absolute pleasure like i've already been uh banging on about um every time i go somewhere or do something i'm like i've got to tell ted that actually and everyone's like who is ted like come on <laughs> and i'm like well you gotta meet ted he's great so you know i've um it's it's something that I, I'll, I'll i will never stop recommending a coach because i think and you're talking about somebody who is fairly cynical. Like I'm, I'm in sales, right? So you know, I know that there's a lot of there's a lot of hokey pokey out there, and not just that. I just, I just experienced a month of of people telling me that they can fix me, and they and they broke me more. So this was really a massive long shot for me. And the fact that you weren't even in the same physical location was even more of a long shot. But um, it at the point where it happened, I was, and you know, now it's just like, I, thank God that worked out pretty much <laughs> awesome yeah well again thanks so much and and uh yeah we're looking forward to seeing what we can continue to accomplish nice awesome so speak to you soon that wraps up this success story and i hope you found it inspiring i hope you learned a lot from it and i hope you had a few laughs as well And lastly, I hope that it gave you hope if you're someone who's been struggling with an injury or multiple injuries, that there is a way to overcome them. You can get past what you're struggling with. You can get back to doing what you want to do in your life, but you've got to find the right person to work with. And again, if you want to hop on a call with me, to figure out if I'm the right person for you, if I can get you results like what Nish got, then go to legendarylifepodcast.com slash talk. That's legendarylifepodcast.com slash talk. Sign up for a call and we'll hop on and we'll talk about it. It's as simple as that. Well, time to wrap things up. So again, I hope you learned a lot. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I want you to have an amazing week. I'll speak to you next time.